Hello there, people. Random podcast number 15. Giddy up, leap day of the year, February 29th. My name is Marquez. This is the Random Podcast. I've had a bucket load of coffee there. So much so I couldn't do any proper work. The anxiety, the shivers, eyes are twitching. Happy days back in the coffee to protect my liver against boozing. But now I've had too much. I'm bouncing off the walls. And, uh, yeah, so that's why we're doing the podcasts. Good old podcasting. Uh, February 29th. Great day. Oscars was yesterday. Horrendous day. For some reason, I hate the Oscars. I can't put my finger on why. Many reasons. Brings out the losers in LA. Maybe I'm a loser. Maybe it's the fact that I'm not winning it or up for one. Deep down, I'm like, you're a winner, Mark. You should be up there. But I'm not. So it's probably Chelsea. Don't like when other people get attention. Even though I don't really like them when I get attention. What a lovely mental sphere I live in. Uh, But yeah, there's some chumps in LA. Like you see people putting on gowns, ball gowns, tuxedos. We're going to an Oscar party. They're just going over to their friend's one-bedroom apartment. They're all convinced they're winners. They're convinced they're part of the whole charade, the whole event. Saw someone with a red carpet on the steps up to his little apartment yesterday, having a big party. Unless you're an actor, a director, a producer, cinematographer, unless you're, like, involved knee-deep in the movies, you're kind of a chump if you really get into it that much. Everyone walking around. It's like taking credit. If you were a ball boy and your soccer team won the European Championship and you're like, oh yeah, I'm part of it. At least the ball boys are part of it. These chumps are just clowns. A few parties all over LA. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the whole day annoys me immensely. Uh, I wonder why the coffee can't let me think straight. Happy days. Then you got Oh, this is not, it, it reminds me, because everyone in LA is so fake and just full of horse gibber, it comes out even more. Like, this annoys me too. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio won. People think they're buddies with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm so happy for Leo. So happy. He so deserved it. You don't know him. <laughs> and if he didn't win, he mightn't have deserved it yet. Oh my God, he deserved it. He deserved poor Leo. Poor Leo having to wait. How old is he? Having to wait. He didn't have to wait. He's been making movies. He's making millions. Poor, poor Leo. I wonder though if he, he won. He must have that whole feeling of, oh no, this isn't it. I thought this would complete me. But it hasn't filled the void inside. I must keep going. Maybe I'll go to India and try and find myself over there. What I'd be doing in India, I don't know. Diarrhea with the dodgy waterworks and all that crap. That's why I'm afraid to go to India. My stomach couldn't handle the heat, couldn't handle the food, couldn't handle the water. That was one of my bad things when I was in Ireland. I used to go traveling, America or Europe, anywhere, anywhere outside of Ireland. Straight away, dodgy stomach. I land, I know I'm going to be in the bathroom for a good 12 hours. Nursing my stomach, getting acclimatized to the new country with the hot weather that my belly can't handle for some reason. So that's why I'd never go to India on my spiritual adventure. When I win my Oscar, I wonder what Leo's going to do. 
happy days he won it I just call him Leo there I'm like the rest of the LA idiots people like to do that here too they like to abbreviate people's names to make it sound like they're buddies with him oh yeah me and Leo oh yeah me and Bob De Niro there if you don't know him you can you call him Robert call him Leonardo but no everyone in LA oh he was at a club once and Leo was there and we're buddies and that makes us buddies but they actually believe it like I take the piss gone Oh, yeah, I'm friends with them. But they believe it. Deep down, they're like, yeah, he's he's one of us. And you're like, you're not, you chump. Just because you're a member of Soho House doesn't mean you're talented. It just means you made money somehow or your parents are rich. Who knows? I hate Soho House too, I realised. Maybe once again, I'm jealous of all the people with all the many millions that go there. Maybe they're all just putting on a charade. Maybe they don't really have that money, but they had enough for the... Membership fee. Either way, I'm beginning to see now it's full of untalented losers. Or am I the untalented loser? Who knows? But yeah, for some reason I'm frustrated and full of hatred today. It's nice. It's nice sometimes to vent. It's good to get it out. Better out than in, as we say. When we have a dodgy stomach. What am I on about? Who knows? So yeah, Oscars, they annoy me. People in LA, they annoy me. So house, they annoy me. It's because they're all so fake. The Oscars are good at least. Chris Rock is funny. Um, but yes, it's just the whole charade. People going out, buying like you can pay six thousand dollars to go to some after party. You can pretend you're there, you're friends with the people, but really you're not. You've got money. You're not really talented. You might be good at business, but you're not a creative, talented person. Probably not famous. Deep down, you wish you were. So you're trying to be involved. Like a little loser. Once again, I could be that loser. Who knows, people? Who knows? Leap day. I was hoping some girl would approach me in the street and ask me to marry her. Just so I could see, see what it feels like to say no to a marriage proposal. It must feel nice, must be weird. The closest I have ever gotten was back in Ireland. I think I was about 18, 17 maybe. This older girl, who I was not attracted to at all. And when you're that age, attraction is all that counts really, isn't it? Not attracted at all, but she was a big fan of me for some unknown reason. And I got wind that she was going to ask me to her Debs, which is the equivalent of prom in America. Even though she was a year ahead of me, maybe two. She might have been a couple of years older, which is huge when you're that age. It's like a decade. Every year is a decade. Oh, my God, there's a 19-year-old girl in, in that likes me. What does she want? Anyway, I remember being out in town, Cork City. She was in a bar. She got wind. I was outside. I was like, oh, no, lads, I got to go. I can't remember her name. Let's call her Mary. I think Mary's going to try and pin me. Mary apparently was waiting to meet me in person so that she could ask me to work Debs. She came out and she was like, Mark, Mark, because I just walked a few steps away. So she shouted like that, Mark, Mark. I was like, oh, hey, I got to go. I got to get the last bus home. If I miss that, I'm in trouble. She's like, Mark, no, will you go to my Debs with me? 
And like the prick that I am, I said, uh, no. And everything fell apart. Then she said something that even threw me off even more. She said, but Merrick, I love you. And then at that point, I think I turned and ran for the bus. Ran all the way down Oliver Plunkett Street. I think I was in Doyle's at the time. It's just a bar that's no longer there, but it was a great bar at the time. Anyway, I ran away. Ran for the hills. That Deb's proposal. I said no, so I ran. Happy days, and that's what I must imagine. It feels like to turn down a wedding proposal. Because how many dudes are going to turn down a wedding proposal? It's a one-off time. It only comes every four years. Uh, although in LA, oh, marriage, I realize, means nothing. It's actually funny how marriage means so little. Like in Ireland, marriage is, you're locked in. This is it. person I'm getting married to, we're in it for the long haul. Who cares that we met drunk at a pub? And then we kept meeting drunk at a pub a few times. That's how we met. That's how we bonded. That's how we got to know each other. Pretty drunk. And then eventually we were like, one day, oh, do you want to do something sober? What should we do? Let's go to the cinema sober. That's a date. So then you went to the cinema and sat in silence and you grew fonder. Because you're like, well, who else is there? This could be my soulmate. Convenient enough that my soulmate lives so close to me. But God works mysterious ways, huh? Puts your soulmate right in your doorstep. And then you kept going. Your friends became their friends. Their friends became your friends. Maybe one of you ditched your friends for their other friends. Before you know it, you're working at a bank. Thinking of buying a house. Should I have a baby? Time to get married. And you're in. That's it. Very few people in Ireland break up, split up. Uh, they're in for the long haul, especially if you're Catholic. That's your spouse, it's your partner for life, even if you end up hating them for dear God. Happy days, you're in it, you're married. The weirdest marriage separation that I can think of was these people that lived in the same park as me growing up. And they owned, I'm going to say fish and potato store in the city centre and when the husband and wife broke up part of the separation was that one of them could only sell fish from now on and the other one could only sell potatoes and they ended up having two stalls across from each other in the marketplace one selling fish one selling potatoes out of spite I think the guy Bought a new house right in the same park as the old house. And that was a bit odd. The fish and potato gang. I don't know if they have those rules in America. The thing is, if you get married on a leap day in LA, there's good chance by the time the next one comes around, you're going to be divorced. Seriously, people get married and divorced here within a year. I actually know some people... That got married the last leap day that was, what was that, like four years ago? They got married then. Remember at the time, big plans to go, oh, we should come back to this wedding venue when four years' time, it's going to be unreal, we're going to have a big party. Within six months, he had cheated numerous times on her. Within a year, 
they've been doing it again to each other. A year and a half, I think they had split up. And if by now they're divorced. And I do believe he just got engaged again to be married. All within the time scale of two leap years. It's pretty impressive. He's also a clown. Jesus. Some fraud. But you find that out in LA the hard way. It's full of frauds and clowns. All a charade. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough dealing with the idiots. Like, if you don't think there, most people in LA, in LA is an idiot, there's a good chance you might be an idiot yourself. Or maybe I'm the idiot. Huh, people? Who knows? Who's the idiot? Although, like, I was saying about marriage in LA means nothing. It, it's weird. Some I was out the other night. And someone, some dude came up to me, and he'd been at the same bar for a while. And he just came up, and he was sitting on the couch with his girl, I don't know, that was his wife. And he was like, hey, bro, would you want to sleep with my wife? And he pointed over, and she was sitting there, and it was like back in Ireland... When your friend, you were at a little disco and you're 13 and you don't know how to talk to women. Because you've been separating school all your life. Segregation. How the hell do you talk to women? God only knows that's why we drink, to loosen ourselves up. So we have the courage to go talk to women. And thank God that's not stuck with me for my entire life. Thank God now I'm so smooth when I talk to women sober. I'm actually horrendous. I can't talk to people sober anymore for some reason. Half the time, you're just dealing with idiots and you're like, oh Christ, I can't. I don't have the energy to pretend to small talk with you. But then that's bad because when you do meet someone who is sound or intelligent or smart, I get overexcited. I start gibbering for dear life. It's like nerves. It's like when you're in Ireland, you met someone who was beautiful. You got nervous. You didn't know how to talk to her. You're too busy envisioning a life of two of you being together forever. If only you could kiss her once, that would be yes. You'd be locked in for life. Jesus, this is the dream woman. Look how beautiful she is. She doesn't look Irish. It's amazing. Jesus, how are we going to get together? I used to do that before when I was like 15. I don't know if guys did that. I mean, like, if I met someone ridiculously hot. But I still couldn't talk to him. Not a chance when I was sober. I remember I met this one girl sober. It was probably about 15. All I could do was chat about soccer. Who's your favorite soccer team? My favorite soccer team's Everton. You don't like soccer? Well, that's a pity. Because all I can really talk about now, because I'm nervous, is soccer. I play soccer. You don't care. Okay, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Soccer is a little great fun. Did I mention soccer? I forgot what I was talking about now, but I was too busy chatting myself up. But anyway, yeah, when you meet someone interesting here or sound, I just start gibbering. My latest gibber, I get excited. I'm like, oh my God, this person's sound. 
it's even worse for a good looking, but it's just like sound is what's the key here. Oh, this person's smart. Oh my god, this person's got a half brain. Now I'm going to start talking to them about Tony Robbins. That's my new small, that's my new chat up line. Did you ever read Tony Robbins? No? You've no interest? Well, here, let me spend 10 minutes talking about Tony Robbins to you. How he's going to change your life. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony Robbins. Jesus, some man, Tony Robbins. What? It seems that I'm obsessed and homosexual for Tony Robbins. No, this is just me trying to chat you up. Tony, Tony Robbins. By the way, I like your hair. What product do you use? Oh, that's a great product. Oh, yeah, I was thinking I should cut my hair, but I don't know if I should cut it either. Who knows? Should I cut it? You don't care? You're walking away? Okay. Nice talking to you. Oh, God, come back. You're sound. That's what happens to me anyway. It's over, trying to chat to people. It's awful. It's awful. Kind of like this gibbering. I swear to God, this coffee has me semi-blacked out. I can't even remember what I'm talking about. That's not bad. Time is flying when you're having fun. So we dealt with the Oscars, the hatred for that. Oh, you're a loser if you get dressed up and you're all into it and you're not even in the industry, not even close to it. Maybe it's just being a comedian you can't take, like, you can't take it seriously. People who take them seriously are hilarious. Who take themselves seriously even? Pretty funny. Leap year. Great time. We talk about that chump that I knew that got married. He's a fraud. He's a clown. Maybe I'll try and do some stand-up about that whole scenario. It's too in-depth now, but... Be wide in LA, full of frauds and clowns and people pretending to be happy families when really they're miserable and horrible inside. And then we turned it around to me trying to chat up women. Even trying to talk to people that are sound. My mouth goes dry. Oh no. What are we going to gibber about? So uh, I use coconut oil sometimes in my hair. Or else apple cider vinegar. Do you ever drink apple cider vinegar? It's horrendous. That's me trying to be smooth, people. If I'm drunk and grand, I'm just like, oh, how's it going? Tip top of the morn. Not as smooth either, but who cares? Oh, yeah. I actually remember what I was talking about. So the guy came up to me at the bar. He's like, hey, bro, would you want to beep my wife? And I didn't really hear him, but I looked over. She was pretty hot, too. Your mum was older. He was obviously rich. He shook my hand as well. It was disgusting. It was like he had some oil in his hand. I don't know if he's sweating or what. I don't even like shaking people's hands because I'm sweating with the heat all the time here. But he was like, it was like he dipped his hand in a bucket of coconut oil or something. It was so greasy. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, man. Would, would you be interested in that? I said, no. He said, that's a shame. Change your mind, take my number. I said, No. He said, Okay, man, be more open. I said, No. Tony Robbins. Then I ran away, ran for the hills, because I did not want to get involved at all with a husband and a wife. I've had those offers actually numerous times here. Guys coming up to me, it's usually when I'm DJing. This guy came up to me before, big. Dallas, big fat cowboy dude. 
He was minted. He just started, he started giving me $100 just while talking to me. Hey, man, you seem cool. $100. Hey, man, what's the name of this song? $100. I was like, oh, yeah. Keep throwing money at me. I feel like a stripper getting showered in money. Then he said, hey, you like her over there? Looked over. It was a good-looking Asian woman. I was like, oh, yeah, she's hot. That's my wife. That was awkward. He lured me in to call his wife hot. But I was like, yeah, it's a compliment. Be worse if I call her ugly. He then said, you seem like a really cool guy, man. Can I take you to dinner later? I was already DJing. I was like, oh, I kind of got a gig later. He's like, come on, you'll come to dinner at Mr. Chow's with me and my wife. I was like, three of us have a dinner. It's a bit odd. He's like, well, if you want, you can come back and party afterwards. Are you into that? I was like, I never know when people say party. People here go, do you like the party? I'm like, yeah, I love it. What it actually means is like, do you like to do drugs? Simple, simple man that I am. Took me a while to realize this. But anyway, he was like, yeah, I've done a party. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe after DJ. Where, where's the party? He was like, oh, my hotel room. We're staying at the hotel. The Andes Hotel, where I was DJing at the time. And I was like, oh, all right, party? He's like, yeah, man, me, you, my wife, you into that? Again, I just said, no, no. He tried to give me another $100. I took it and said, no. Then he said, do you want my number if you change your mind? I said, no, Tony Robbins. Jeffrey Tony Robbins. He's hilarious. He's very good for you. His book is amazing. He gave me another $100. Eventually, I took his number just to get him away. Never hit him up. Should have hit him up. Him and his hot wife. Very strange. I do know one guy before. I went back with a girl. And apparently went back. The husband was there. They were staying in the hotel. They asked if they could record it. <laughs> The guy said, yeah, for some reason he, he agreed to this. And then he said the husband started getting involved. We are like, was that not weird? He was like, oh, it was only weird when our thighs touched. So that's lovely to imagine. God only knows what they were doing to have their thighs touching. But that turned me off any of those shenanigans for life. Anyway, I gotta go do some work. This coffee's fading. God only knows what this gibber was about, but happy days back in the podcasting game. Happy days. Another stupid thing people in LA actually say to each other Happy Oscar Day. Sweet Jesus Christ. Your eyes just start flickering when you realize they're not joking. Happy Oscars Day. Good God. Hey, have a great Oscars. Great Oscar party. Go away from me, you clown. Right, any more gibber um, trick to do on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U, Marquez.tv. For some videos and the likes, check out my books on Amazon, Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A., Randomer, The Continued Adventures, and Predom Before I Game to L.A., Stories Back in Ireland. All part of a seven-part trilogy. The first three books are out. Go read them, people. Until next time, good duck-a-doo, duck-a-doo.